the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live and the Bill Bunkley Show. We are simulcasting today in Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa, Florida. In Columbus on the Word, AM 880 and 104.5 FM. And in Tampa on uh, WTBN in Florida. And we are delighted to be able to be on both on both stations today. And it is my delight and privilege to welcome to the program one of my all-time favorite guests, Dr. Robert Jeffress, who is senior pastor of the historic First Baptist Church of Dallas, Texas. He hosts Pathway to Victory all across our Salem Radio Network and uh, a dear friend. Dr. Jeffress, welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Bob, great to be with you again. Thanks for having me. Well, it is my pleasure. I always look forward to talking with you. You got another new book. Number, how do you do this? I mean, (laughs) seriously. You're pastoring one of the largest churches in the world. You're on TV all the time. You've got a daily radio program, and and you've you've produced another book. Seriously, how do you do this? (laughs) Well, time management and the power of God. He's the one who gives me the strength to do it. All right. Why the Ten Commandments? The brand new book, Experiencing God's Blessing by Rediscovering the Ten. Why? That's right. Dr. Jeffress, that's Old Testament. (laughs) Well, you know, the subtitle of my new book, The Ten, the subtitle is How to Live and Love in a World That's Lost Its Way. And I don't think anybody, regardless of their political or religious affiliation, would argue that we're living in a world of unprecedented chaos in our politics, in our morality, in our spirituality. And you have to ask the question, why is it? Why are we in this unprecedented time of conflict? Well, Back in 1863, in the middle of the Civil War, Abraham Lincoln issued a proclamation for repentance and prayer. Mm. And he said in that proclamation, he said, why is it that our nation is being torn apart? And then he answered his own question, we have forgotten God. And uh, I feel, Bob, that's the same problem we Mm. have today. Uh, Most of the maladies we groan about in our culture are the result of Uh, forgetting God and his laws. And so this new book, The Ten, is a fresh look at the 3,500-year-old Ten Commandments, what they mean to us, and how God gave them not to repress us, but to bless us. And I believe in those Ten Commandments are the secrets for having a society that pleases God and one that is free of the kind of conflict we're seeing right now. I was obviously being facetious a moment ago about the Ten Commandments being Old Testament. No, you've but, got but a many, point. many people believe point. that. 
So how well, do you do. how do you address that? You know, it's a misunderstanding of the law. You know, Paul said the law is good if you use it lawfully. I tell people, you know, I love Drano. It's it's a great thing to un, <laughs> unstop my plugs, uh, the plugs in my leak. But if I use Drano to try to solve my indigestion problem, that's a wrong use of Drano. And it's the same way with the law. We have to understand, when we talk about the Old Testament law, there was a civil law. Um, well, that applied to us. We don't live in a theocracy. There was a ceremonial law that had the sacrifices. Well, those are not relevant to Today because Jesus has been offered as the ultimate sacrifice. But there's a moral component to the law, like the Ten Commandments, that is still relevant today. Jesus not only repeated and affirmed the commandments, he deepened their meaning. And so, you know, we have to make sure we're using the Ten Commandments correctly. They're not a checklist to get us into heaven, mm-hmm. nor are they a list of restrictions given by a cosmic killjoy named God who's trying to uh, just to destroy any possibility of pleasure in life, these are guidelines, guardrails to live by that will enhance your joy in living. What, in your mind, in your heart, what is the greatest misconception about the Ten Commandments? You mentioned that people think it's their pathway to heaven. If they keep the Ten Commandments, they're going to get into heaven. What are, what is the greatest or what are some of the greatest misconceptions about the Ten Commandments and keeping them today? Well, I think it's the misconception that somehow these Ten Commandments were given for God's benefit uh, instead of ours, (laughs) and that they were meant to somehow really kill our joy and extinguish it by being too restrictive. And I like to use this illustration. When my daughters were uh, little girls, we took a driving trip up to Colorado Springs, and we drove up Pikes Peak Mountain. And uh, when we got to the top of the mountain, there weren't any guards on the edge of the mountain, and we were taking some pictures, and suddenly my five-year-old, Julia, started running toward the edge, and instinctively, I yelled out, stop. Now, why did I say stop? Was I trying to deprive her of some wonderful experience? No, I was trying to keep her from going over the cliff and destroying herself. And it's the same way with these Ten Commandments. Yes, you could look at them as negative, no adultery, no murder, no lying, no stealing, but they weren't meant to restrict our happiness, but to enhance it. They're for our benefit. And that's what most people don't realize about the Ten Commandments. You know, one of the things that amazes me is the pushback, for instance, in schools, several school districts across America. In fact, in Texas, I believe it is required now to have the Ten Commandments posted prominently in the schoolroom. When the Ten Commandments are so clearly for our good, Why is there such pushback from the secular and even the Christian liberal community to posting the Ten Commandments? Well, there's a little history that needs to be understood by your uh, listeners on this, Bob. You know, for the first 150 years of our nation's history, the Ten Commandments were revered, they were posted, they were taught in our schools. But back in the 1960s, there started this all-out effort by secularists to remove any acknowledgement of God from the public square. In 62, the removal of prayer. In 63, Bible reading. But all of this culminated in 1980 in the case of Stone versus Graham. The case dealt with Ten Commandments being displayed, not taught, but displayed in the halls of Kentucky schools. And the 
talking about. The Supreme Court ruled that it was unconstitutional to do that. And here's what they said, and I'm quoting verbatim. They said, if the posted commandments are to have their desired outcome, it might cause students to read, revere, and perhaps even obey the commandments. This is not an acceptable objective under the First Amendment, the Establishment Clause. I mean, can you believe such a thing? We can't post these commandments because God, students might actually read them, and God forbid they might actually <laughs> obey them. What's interesting, that that was in Kentucky. 17 years after that, in 1997, Heath High School, Paducah, Kentucky, a 14-year-old obtained a handgun, and he went up to a group of students who were praying mm. before school began. Mm. He opened fire, killing two, seriously wounding three, all occurring in a Kentucky school where 17 years earlier the Supreme Court said, you cannot post the words, thou shalt not wow. kill. Wow. I mean, that is insanity. And I'm not suggesting that the uh, total solution to school violence is to post the Ten Commandments, but it's sure a starting place. Absolutely. Should our students be reminded there is a God to whom we're all accountable? My guest is Dr. Robert Jeffress, pastor of First Baptist Church Dallas, author of a brand new book, Experiencing God's Blessing by Rediscovering the Ten, How to Live and Love in a World that Has Lost Its Way. We need to take a break. We will be back in just a moment, and we will continue our discussion with Dr. Robert Jeffress concerning his brand new book, Rediscovering the Ten. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is Bob Bernie Live and the Bill Bunkley Show. We are simulcasting today. My guest, Dr. Robert Jeffress, pastor of the famous First Baptist Church of Dallas and the author of a brand new book, Experiencing God's Blessing by Rediscovering the Ten, referring to the uh, Ten Commandments. Uh, You can order it uh, at uh, Amazon, anywhere you can order books. Again, it is The Ten by Dr. Robert Jeffress. Dr. Jeffress also hosts Pathway to Victory, heard at 11.30 a.m. on WRFD and 7.30 a.m. down in Tampa on WTBN. Dr. Jeffress, I want to get back to your book, but I just, I have to ask you, what are your thoughts about what is going on in Washington, D.C., the ouster of uh, Speaker of the House McCarthy, the uh, seeming shambles of the Republican Party right now. What, what are your thoughts about that? Well, it may surprise you a little bit. I mean, I think, first of all, we ought to understand the world of politics is raucous and it's rough. It always has been. Uh, people point to, well, 50 years ago it wasn't this way. Well, it, it wasn't as bad as it is now 50 years ago, but it was worse 150 years ago. You look at early True. American politics, it's just a rough sport. And so in one sense, it's to be expected. And our hope as Christians is not in a political party or a political system. But we do want to get engaged in politics to the extent that we choose leaders who embrace uh, biblical principles. Uh, 
you know, um, the leaders we elect determine the policies we follow, and the policies we follow determine the moral and spiritual direction of our country. But I'm not surprised at any of this. I mean, really, trying to go back to the Ten Commandments, a lot of these problems could be solved by going back to the Ten Commandments, including congressmen and senators. It is I mean, true. No lying, no stealing. Uh, you know, the Bible says no coveting. You know, at the base of a lot of this is just a coveting of power. They want power they don't have, and so they're willing to overlook the best needs of the country in order to promote themselves. I mean, that's all covered in the Ten Commandments. Yeah, very true. Uh, Pastor Jefferson, all of my years in pastoring concerning the uh, Ten Commandments, One of the questions I was asked most often about the Ten Commandments was the observance of the Sabbath. Yeah. How does that apply to us today? First Baptist Dallas does not meet on Saturday. That's right, and we don't bring a bloody animal to be sacrificed (laughs) uh, either. True. It's... um... What's interesting is, of the Ten Commandments, Jesus repeated nine of them and affirmed them. Do you know the one he didn't affirm? In fact, he even broke. It was the commandment Mm -hmm. to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And the reason he didn't reaffirm that was our day of worship changed after the resurrection to the first day of the week. But, Bob, and this is important, the principle didn't change. There still needs to be a day a week that we uh, set aside to refresh ourselves physically, emotionally, spiritually, that we're not to work. Uh, Shabbat means to cease or desist mm-hmm. from work. We're not to work or even think about work. And Jesus made it very clear. He said the Sabbath was given for man. Man one given for the Sabbath. God gave it for our benefit. He created us. He knew there was a time once a week that we needed to refrain from working. So we keep the principle. We just change the day. You're singing my song. I have said that for years, that the principle still remains. It's just simply not Saturday. Uh, How do the Ten Commandments link into, right now, abortion is such a huge issue. You deal with this in your book. How do the Ten Commandments relate to the battle over life, abortion, etc.? You know, it's interesting. In the Bible, the New Testament, the word for child, brophe, refers to a young child, and it's the same word that's used to refer to a child in the womb. You know, John the Baptist in uh, Elizabeth's womb was described Mm -hmm. with the same word that was used to describe young children. So the Bible, God, sees unborn children as children who have rights and uh, should not be murdered for convenience sake. And uh, so that command, thou shalt not, now we say kill, but the better translation is thou shalt not murder. There are some instances in which we're allowed to kill. In self-defense, for example, of course. Uh, the Bible allows for it. In justified war, uh, the government is given the right to take a life in capital punishment. But what we're not allowed to do is personally take the life of another person. Absolutely. The brand new book by Dr. Robert Jeffress, Experiencing God's Blessing by Rediscovering the Ten. Again, you can get it at your local bookstore, order it online, Amazon. It is published by Baker Books. Dr. Jeffress, I've interviewed you many times concerning books. My my final question always of any author is, 
When someone gets this book, and I recommend it highly, I hope everyone in my listening audience here and in Tampa, Florida, picks up Experiencing God's Blessing by Rediscovering the Ten by Dr. Robert Jeffress. When one of our listeners gets your book, reads it cover to cover, they sit it down, what is the takeaway that you, the author, want them to have? God's guidelines for living is really the best way to live. God gave us these guidelines, not for his benefit, but for ours. And that's what the book, The Ten, is all about. It's a fresh look at these commandments that were given to provide a roadmap for how we were to live our lives. And I might add, Bob, this book, The Ten, has a study guide that goes along with it. You can get it at Amazon as well. We're already hearing of small group Bible studies and Sunday school classes that are choosing to use The Ten as a basis for their study. There's not a more applicable study for right now than The Ten. Yeah, absolutely. I had that in my notes to mention that there is a very, very fine study guide that goes along with as well. Uh, Dr. Jeffress, how can we pray for you, for you personally and for First Baptist Dallas? These are difficult times. I know that you are constantly under attack by the enemy, the media, because of your strong, courageous stand. How can we pray for you? Well, do pray for our church. We had Sunday an initiative in which we encouraged our members to bring unsaved guests with them. We had Lee Strobel here. We had the highest attendance we've had, uh, even higher than Easter, Christmas, or any really? other day. A thousand guests registered. Over a hundred came to faith in Christ. Oh my goodness! And God really blessed the day. So uh, I just would just say to all of us, these are great days to be sharing the gospel. People are lost. They're living in a darkening world. They're looking for answers, and we've got the answer. So thank you for praying for First Baptist Dallas. Let's pray for all of our churches, and thank you for praying for me, Bob, and for being well, such a great friend. I, uh, I have a list of pastors that I pray for every Sunday morning, and you are one of them, and uh, I will continue to pray for you. Again, Dr. Robert Jeffress, the book, Experiencing God's Blessing by Rediscovering the Ten by Dr. Robert Jeffress. Pick it up, read it, get the study guide, use it for your small group Sunday school class. Dr. Jeffress, it is always such a privilege and an honor to have you on the program. We'll do it again soon, I hope. Thanks for the invitation, Bob. All right. God bless you, brother. Thank you. All right. Bobberty Live will continue. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.